Hey there, listeners of Illusion. We want to do a special episode about what Nightmare means to the fans. With that in mind, we decided to put together a competition. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning is to send us a voice recording telling us some of your fondest memories of the show and what it means to you. You can either send your recordings by email to podcast at nightmarepod.co.uk using the subject Nightmare Memories, or you can send us a voice message through our Spotify page. Please note that whilst we'll accept recordings of any length by email, Spotify voice messages are limited to one minute long. We'll pick our favourites and play them on the podcast and one entry chosen at random will win the grand prize. A complete set of the official Nightmare Choose Your Own Adventure books by Dave Morris, including the very rare Lord Fears Domain, a physical copy of Peter Palsford's unofficial book Nightmare Live, The File of Freedom, a book containing copies of the first nine issues of the Eye Shield, thanks to Paul McIntosh for granting us permission, the Nightmare Live Handbook, a limited edition book given only to backers of the original Nightmare Live Kickstarter campaign, And to top it off, we'll be sending you a signed photo of Nightmare actress Natasha Pope. The closing date for the competition is August the 31st. Any entries received after that will not be eligible to win, but may still be used in the podcast. Please be aware that the Dave Morris books have been sourced from various second-hand sellers, and whilst they're all complete, there's a certain amount of wear and tear. Quite frankly, the fact we managed to get the copy of Lord Fizz Domain that didn't already have the puzzles filled in is nothing short of amazing. We look forward to hearing from you, and good luck! in the middle of a potentially deadly encounter. What's that? You don't remember whose life is hanging by the proverbial thread? I suppose I'll have to remind you then, but quickly. I am not prepared to hang around all day, even if you are. Selena's team, when last you came, soon reached a crossroads in their game. And sadly, though the clues were there, the silly girls seemed not to care. The path was wrong, the choice unwise, so Mogdred laughed at their demise. Next came four heroes, fresh from Lynx. They may not be here long, methinks. A score of one with granitas was just enough to let them pass. A drink to Gumboil then was fed, but is Tom's status almost dead? The automatum guards the door, and Tom's escape is far from sure. So will he get to level two? I'll find out now, and so will you. I can't get through. Unfortunately, team, the key that Tom holds is not the right one to unlock this particular door, it seems. Oh, dear. I shouldn't look anymore if I were you, team. 
You didn't use your heads in the clue room, and now Tom seems to have lost his. What a shame you didn't realize that the key to the door is not always key-shaped. So now I suppose I'll just have to show you the way out myself. Spellcasting. D-I-S-M-I-S-S. Farewell then, Tom, Daniel, Tara, and Kerry. Market Raisin lies somewhere along that path behind you. I hope you manage to find your way back, and I hope the next team of would-be heroes manages to get a bit further than you did. Enter, stranger. Who dares the dungeon next? Scott Collins. Greetings, Scott. Call your friends across time and call loudly. Natalie, Henry, Jenny. Welcome, all of you. I sincerely hope you all know who I am. Now I should like to know who you are. Natalie Goodman. Henry Adams. Jenny Chandler. And where do you all come from, Scott? Um, Charlton Marshall in Darcet. Very well, your challenge is accepted. Scott, here is the Helmet of Justice, which blinds you to the way ahead. Hear the knapsack for food to feed your life force. Two objects may you carry at any one time, and remember, the only way is onwards. There is no turning back. Turn now, Scott. Face the dungeon door, and step boldly forward. Where am I? You're in a grey room with, uh... Five giant playing cards propped up against the walls. There's three on the back wall, a jack of hearts, a king of spades, and a jack of diamonds. I reckon there are doors behind those three. And then on the floor, there's another playing card, but this has one diamond, one heart, and one spade on it. And there's a jester standing just beside it. This is the first of many choices you will have to make in the dungeon team, and I see that Folly is on hand once again to offer some advice. Come on, Folly, get on with it. What? Oh, yes. Very well, Master. Greetings, Dungeoneer. Folly is my name, and foolishness my nature. Confusion is my character, and fun my alma mater. Oh, dear. I hope you'll forgive me for saying so, Folly, but you don't seem to be displaying your normal level of cheeriness today. Not that this is necessarily something to complain about, of course, but is there something wrong? Oh, well... Not really, Master. Thanks for asking, though. It's just that I've been missing Gretel terribly these past few days, and I'm considering catching the boat to Hamburg to pay her a visit. I'm just not sure she'd be very pleased to see me. Oh, I'm sure she would. And I'm equally sure that the dungeon could cope without you for a brief period. Oh, Joey, do you really think so, Master? Yes, Folly, I do. But before you go scampering off to Grimsby Docks, do you think you could spare the time to get this quest started? Oh, yes, Master, of course. Abject apologies. Well then, Dungeoneer, what's your name? Scar. Is it really? 
You're not from Aldershot, are you? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm from Darcet. Oh, what a shame. Still, never mind. We'd best get you started anyway. Do you like card games, Scott? Yeah, some of them. We like Renee. Well, this game's much simpler than Rummy, so I'm sure you'll have the wits to win this hand. Listen carefully. Higher than a ten, but lower than a queen. With sides and angles four, you know which card I mean. And now I'm off to Hamburg to see my lady fair. I hope I'll get some action when I meet up with her there. Bye! <laughs> hmm, well, I think it's about time you told Scott to take some action if you don't want his life force to slip away, team. Okay, which card is it? Higher than a ten, but lower than a queen. It's one of the jacks. So it's an angle four. That sounds like a square. Not necessarily. There are lots of different quadrilaterals, Jen. Yes, and a diamond is one of them, so I suggest we pick the jack of diamonds. Do you think we need to walk on the diamond on the floor to unlock the door? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Scotty, walk forward about three steps. One more. Okay, now take... Uh... Two side steps to your left. That's right. Is the door open now? Yes, just walk forward. Step back to your left, two steps. That's right. Now keep going forward. Impressive work, team. Let's just hope you haven't peaked too soon, shall we? Where am I? Well, it's a sort of yellow courtyard. It's not a courtyard, it's inside. Look, there's daylight coming through those windows. Oh. Well, anyway, there's a large brick fireplace, and one door on the back wall, and then there's a table with what looks like an old man sitting in it. I think he's writing in a book. There's a stool opposite him, so we'll probably ask you to sit down. Shall I sit down now? Wait until you're invited, I think, Scotty. Mmm, a wise decision, I suspect. Beware, team, this is Hordris the Confuser who stands neither to the right nor the left, doubly dangerous, therefore, for being neither good nor bad, he does not even acknowledge the difference. To Scott, he could prove to be a fatal foe or a powerful ally, so handle him with care. Make sure you're polite to him, Sky. Okay. Ah, the next offering. Take a seat, if you would, and make it quick. One does have other things to do, you know. Turn right, Scott, and walk forward. Can you see that stall thing? Yes. Sit on it. Splendid. Now, your name, please. Scott Collins, your grace. And how many years have you attained, Scott? Huh? He's asking how old you are. Oh, right. Thirteen. Hmm, well, that is somewhat fewer than I was hoping for, but never mind. Upon the path which you follow, Scott, you may just come across a certain artifact which one desires. It has nothing to do with you, or what you seek, but it would be small trouble for you to redeem it for mutual benefit. One asks no more, and offers no less. Well now, do you accept my pact? What does he want us to do? 
I didn't quite understand. Pick up an object for him, I think. He didn't say what it was. Do you think we should trust him? No! Dragard said we should be careful. He also said Ordris could be a powerful ally. I think we should try and make friends with them. Shall I say yes, then? Yes. yes. No! Come on, Nat, I think we should. <sighs> oh, okay, then. Say yes, Scotty. Yes, I accept. Excellent. The object one desires is a ring of phobia. This is an artifact of great magical power, and I strongly suggest that you do not attempt to wear it. You should have no trouble identifying it, however. It is silver in colour, and is decorated with a red-eyed skull. God, are you sure we should do this? Yes? When you find the ring, call me. My calling name is Malefact. Call three times, and I will appear. In the meantime, I advise you to remember that the first step is the cough. Now, you'd best be on your way. Alright, Scotty. Stand up and- Oh, and Scott? Yes? Do not forget. Remain true to your promise, for one cannot countenance treachery. Has he gone? Yes? I'm still not sure we should have trusted him. Well, we've done it now. Okay, Scott, sidestep to your left until I say stop. Stop! Walk straight forward and you'll get to the door. Where am I? You're in a fairly small red room and there are two doors, one on each side. There's also a table in the middle of the room with some objects on it, so... Walk over to the table, Scotty. Can you tell us what's on it then? There's a book, a mirror, and a sasp. No, it's a frying pan. There's also a hot cross burn. Ooh, my favourite! Put that in your knapsack, Scotty. Yeah, do that. What else? These objects are not just left here for the picking team. First, they must be earned. I am Igneous of Legend. You are puny and ignorant. Unless you can prove otherwise, I cannot permit you to leave this chamber alive. Three riddles have I, and the truth alone is what I seek. Here is my first. You are nothing without me, for I control the land and sea. I make all the world so bright, except when day turns into night. Sounds like stars to me, because they only come out at night. No, I think it's more likely to be the sun. Yeah, you're saying the stars come out at night, Natalie, but the riddle says it makes the world brighter except when it's at night. Yeah, but... And you're nothing without it. You can't live without the sun's energy, can you? Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose you're right. Say sun, Scotty. Sun. Truth accepted. Here is my second. Four legs have I, yet a dog I am not. A whale-like tail and a long neck I've got. My skin is smooth and deathly cold, 
I live in the water, as so you are told. I know this one. Say Kelpie, Scotty. Kelpie. Truth accepted. Here is my third. I have a head, yet I cannot eat. I have a tail, yet I have no feet. I'm fairly small, and in shape I'm round. I'm valuable, yet often on the ground. Hmm. Why would it be valuable, but on the ground? That's weird. Unless it's something there's lots of. But then why would it be valuable? It has a head and a tail. A coin, of course. Nice one, Enray. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Say coin then, Scotty. Coin. Truth accepted. Three is the score. You may know more. Your quest is for the cup, yet you may not drink from it. The second step is the sneeze. She who lies in wait wishes to check her appearance. Quickly, Scott, you've got a perfect score. Call out, I command you, and receive your bonus. Say, I command you, Scotty. I command you. Oh, very well. Leave that which will lead you into the fire. Rock, I was. And rock I become. She who lies in white wishes to check her appearance. That's the mirror then. Yeah, and the frying pan, I think. No, I don't think so. I can't see what we would use that for. Does it say anything on the book, Scott? Yeah, the best of the Brothers Grimm. Oh, they wrote lots of fairy tales. What about the second clue he gave us? Leave that which will lead you into the foyer. Out of the frying pan into the fire. Exactly. Yeah, so leave the frying pan and take the books, Scotty. Wait a minute. I still don't see how a book of fairy tales will help us. So can you see a use for the frying pan? Well... We should follow the wall monster's advice. I suppose. Take the book in the mirror then, Scotty. Mm, your deliberations have wasted precious life force, team. Get him out of there quickly, or Igneous may return. Turn 180 degrees round, sidestep a couple of times, and walk forwards. Where am I? It's a room with two doors and a bomb, so... Yes, team, you'd best get Scott out of there quickly, unless you want to make an awful mess. Walk forward, Scotty. Quicker than that! Keep going! Stop! Small side step left. And forwards! Where am I? You're in a small cave with a pit right in front of you. At the far end is what looks like a snake's mouth built into the rock. And sitting on a ledge opposite you is a woman, and I think she's combing her hair. Why do you dungeoneers always pick the worst of times to come blundering in? Can't you see I'm a little occupied at the moment? Treyguard, I will not have your witless wanderers in my lair all the time, for this is my domain, and I could sometimes do with a little peace. Sorry, madam, but questing is an important business, you know. Important to you, maybe, but to me it's tiresome. You may be the dungeon master, but you have no authority in Lilith's domain. You are dismissed. 
Now, you'd better have a good reason for being here, intruder, or my patience may run thin. Well, what is your name? Scott. Well, Scott, I may let you pass just this once, if you happen to possess anything that tickles my fancy. Do you have such a thing? Well, she probably doesn't want the children's book, so... Look at her hair. Tell her you have a mirror so she can do her hair, Scott. Or you have a mirror so you can sort out your hair. You think my hair looks messy? How dare! No, madam, but you were trying to comb it and I thought this would help. Well, I can't deny that a mirror would prove helpful. All right, then. Step over here and bring it to me, Scott. But wait, for first I must summon the causeway. How does it go again? Ah, yes. Rock to rock and stone to stone. Span the pit and cross the zone. <laughs> now, bring it to me, boy. Walk forward slowly, Scott, until you see her and then give her the mirror. Ah, thank you. And what a lovely mirror it is, too. Now, Scott, what is your purpose in the dungeon? I'm on a quest for the cup. Ah, the cup that heals. Or the Holy Grail, as it is more commonly known. Very well, Scott. I may as well gift you a tiny little spell that's been hanging around here for a while. It's no use to me. The spell is, in fact, called Tiny. Use it carefully, and don't use it when there are any monsters about, for you might get a little trampled. Ha <laughs> Now, be off with you. Turn right, Scott. And walk forwards. Stop, you're walking him into the rock. Take a small step backwards. So he'd step left. Now turn left slightly and forwards. I'd advise you to keep your head down, Scott. These tunnels are dwarf-made, and the ceilings aren't always as high as they could be. Make sure you stay on the move. Dwarf tunnels do seem to attract a fair amount of traffic, and you never know what you might meet in here. Keep going. Quicker than that, Scott. Where am I? You're in a room. It looks a bit like a kitchen. No, it doesn't. Well, it's got a stove and some pans and a big kitchen dresser. Oh, yeah, I suppose. What's that in the corner? Looks like a skeleton. Anyway, there's a table in the middle of the room and two people are there talking. One of them looks like an ugly old witch and the other one is a big man with orange trousers. Ah, Scott, it looks like you're about to meet the Grimwolds. Both of them. Oh dear, oh dear. I don't know what we should do. It was difficult enough when she started talking, but now... I suppose it's no good trying to talk to you about it, but you are her father. Oh dear, oh dear. I think the man's seen you, Scotty. What are you? Oh, it's a dungeoneer. Hello, dearie. Don't mind my hubby. He's an ogre. They get us. He's trying to kill me. It's alright, Scotty. She's restraining him. Ow, now, come 
don't let's not hit him just yet. Look, we've still got to clear up the remains of last night's dinner. Go and see if Festus wants the bones. Come on, Grimmy! Right, Scott, he's calmed down and she's taken him over to the skeleton. She wants to give it to someone called Festus. I reckon that must be a dog or something. It can't be a dog. Dogs can't digest dry bones. Well, or something. Anyway, he's gone off with it now and she's coming up to you. Now then, dearie, what's your name? Scott. And what do you want from old Mrs. G then? Um. Just tell her you're trying to get to level two. I want to get to level two. Oh, right. Well, I'm not sure as how I can help you, dearie. I've got problems of my own, see? Lucky for you, my Festus is just about to get fed. So off you pop, dearie. She's gone and sat down at the table, Scott. What shall we do? She can probably help us. I don't think we should trust her. Why not? She looks really evil. Oh, come on, Nat. We've got to try and get a bit of help out of her. What do you think, Scott? She doesn't seem to want me around. What shall I say to her? We're talking about her kid when you came in, Scotty. Maybe you can help her. Do you think the kid might like the fairy tale book? Maybe. Just ask if you can help her, Scott. Is there anything I can do to help? Oh, are you still here? Well, it's very kind of you to offer, dearie. But I don't think you could do anything. You don't have children, do you? Um, no. I have. I've got quite a few as it happens. And most of them aren't much trouble. They don't speak, see, except for one. The first time she opened her mouth and said, Mummy, Dad's trying to eat me. Well, I didn't know what to do with myself. And now... And now... Well, now it turns out she's cleverer than I thought. She's not happy with just talking, is she? Oh, no. She wants to learn to read. Ah. Looks like you were right, Jenny. Scott, offer her the book. I've got a book your daughter might like to read. If I gave it to you, would you give me a bit of help? A book, eh? Trouble is, dearie, I'm not too good at reading myself. Well, let's have a look at it anyway. Shall I give it to her? Yes. No, way. She might nick it without helping us. I think we have to take that chance, Nat. What do you think, Scotty? Well, what else are we going to use it for? I will show it to her. Okay. No, don't! Nat, come on. Oh, right then. Oh, it's very colourful, isn't it? She likes looking at pictures. What's it about? Fairy tales. It's a children's book. So it is. Plenty of pictures, not too many words. I think I might even know some of these stories. Maybe I can help my little Annie learn to read with this after all. Annie? That's a nice name. Scott, you suck up. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice boy you are, dearie. Alright then. In return for your book, Mrs. G is going to tell you that the first step is the hiccup. Have you got that, dearie? Got that, guys? Yes. 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 Good. Off you go then, dearie. Now then, this looks like the story about that nice old witch with the girl in the tower who runs off with the first man who comes along. She's gone now, Scott. It sounds like she's going to be on the bad guy's side when she tells these stories, doesn't it? Maybe I should have suggested someone else to teach her kid to read. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about the Grimwolves, Scott. They're a strange little family, or rather, not so little. But they do seem to muddle through. Onwards now, team. Okay then. Take two side steps to the right, Scotty. And and walk. Walk forward, Scott. 
stop. Take a little side step to the left and walk forward. Where am I? Oh, how disappointing. And just when things were starting to hot up, too. Well, I suppose Scott will be safe enough where he is, at least until time turns. Farewell for now, passive ones. Join me again soon for Nightmare. If you dare to, that is.